0: Welcome back to Be Great with Nate. And today's podcast, we're gonna be talking about how to raise your vibration. The reason why we wanna raise our vibration is because we'll attract the things that we want in life. A lot of people make mistakes when they think about manifesting or creating quote-unquote good luck is all out of just thinking and it can happen, right? You think, just think positive or just do this one thing and it can happen. Uh, That's one form of raising your vibration to attract the things you want. But let me just tell you a little secret. You actually don't just get what you want by thinking. You have to become. You manifest when you become the thing that you wanna become. So here's what I mean. You don't manifest what you want. You manifest who you are. Okay, So in this podcast, my goal is to bring you through and teach you on how to become the person that you want to become, how to raise your vibration, and how to create the things that you want in life. People call that luck. Luck is when preparation meets opportunity. But most importantly, when you have a high vibe, when you raise your vibration, you'll notice all good things happen for you. You'll notice that you'll get on to the other end where you'll get quote-unquote lucky. Right. So I have a quote that I always tell my clients and I bring my clients through and I say, you can cheat man, but you can't cheat God or the universe, whatever you perceive God to be. So a lot of us in today's world, especially with technology, we're really fast or a lot of us can be programmed to think everything happens overnight, a simulation and the simulation effect. And the truth of the matter is, is that that's a big setup for you to be disappointed. You see, everything is energy. The energy you carry, you attract, okay? So like I said, in this podcast, I'll teach you everything I learned and experienced to help me go from being homeless to owning my dream home, car, career, relationships, and life. So the steps I'm going to teach you today are the same ones I took from growing up with a bunch of trauma and a bunch of family issues with a mother that had a drug addiction, who had mental health issues that mentally, physically, and emotionally abused me. From being homeless and living in hotels half of my life, raising my brothers and nephews at age 10 years old, and losing my family at age 11 when my sister killed my niece in the state of New Jersey, took my nephews away. After losing my niece, my brother and sister went to prison, and I went from having a kind of crazy dysfunctional family to not really having a family at all, to then becoming the first Division I football player in school history, to a very successful entrepreneur today. A top 5% podcaster. That's because of you. Thank you for listening. And a top 1% TikToker in the world. If you don't follow me on TikTok, be great with me, baby. So before we get started on how to maximize your vibration to attract what you want in life, let's go over what vibration and energy are and why it's important. So what is vibration? If you don't know already, I love combining spirituality and science to give you a better understanding how everything works along with having some proof. Of the information I provide is this not imaginary and it's actually real. Along with combining the two, I will share stories and inspire you to take this information and make it practical in your life. That's the goal. That is the goal. I want you not just to say, you know, here's this one thing. No, let's make this thing practical, let's make it real. So, what is vibration and energy? If you study quantum physics, um, quantum physics tells us that everything vibrates, everything is energy, and our thoughts. Cosmic waves filled with potential energy. It seems we are one with all of energy that we are a part of a sea filled with energy. So we're all energy living in the pool, as I like to say, of energy. Everything is energy. Our thoughts matter because we are part of the universal consciousness. So your thoughts are very, very important. We're going to be going through that in this podcast without a doubt. Um, but as you can see in quantum physics, when they really start to dig into quantum physics, you know, they started to learn like, oh, wow, everything is energy. Any Anytime you break down anything, it turns out to be energy. And one person that really helped me connect this was Bob Proctor. And I remember when Bob, Bob Proctor said, everything is energy. You are energy. What you want and don't want is also energy. So set your vibration to match the energy. Of What you want. So a lot of times we if we continue to think about what we don't want, if you like it or not, you're going to attract that to you. And that's the scary part. We don't want to attract that to us no more. Right. We want to be able to attract the other side, the possibility, the things that we do want. Nikola Tesla said, if you want to find the secrets of the universe, think in terms of energy, frequency and vibration. One of the thing, Another thing that really helped me dive into this is Napoleon Hill's book called The 17 Principles of Success, which spoke about quantum physics before quantum physics was actually, quote unquote, real or respected. He spoke about everything being energy and everything vibrates as fast as speed that we can't see with a naked eye. If we were to zoom in, like with technology today that we have to the closest quantum level. There are particles vibrating so fast, changing the physical appearance of matter based on the atoms that each materialistic thing has. And each atom breaks down to protons, electrons, and neutrons. So the sun, your desk, and your car, believe it or not, are all made from the same energy. It just depends on the equation of that atom. And that blew me away. The difference is... Is the equations within each of the atoms, right? So, as Napoleon Hill put it, thought is the most highly organized form of energy known to man. So, electrons, when they're actually closely looked, they have wave-like behavior, which seems to be light or energy rather than physical matter. Everything around us, like the physical matter we see, is not made up of solids; it's made up of energy. And there's a reason why I'm bringing you through this, is because If you want to attract things that happen to have a high energy, we need to get you to put yourself in a position of carrying high energy frequency so you can attract the things that you want. Believe it or not, your heart is actually the largest generator of electromagnetic fields in the body. We are literally wired with electric circuits. Our entire brain and nervous system is a network of electrical impulses that send signals throughout our body. All of us have an energetic field consistently surrounding us, and it's influenced by the energy we put out. Think about this. Have you ever walked in a room at an event or office and immediately felt the vibe of people? Have you ever met someone and said, I like his or her vibe? You've all been there before. There's times you may have walked in to some type of event and you immediately want to leave, and the person you probably went to is like, why do you want to leave? You're like, I don't know, the vibe of this place is just off. You can feel people's vibration. And you can also get and pick up the vibrations of the environments you enter or you go to. So think about one of the hardest things for me is to go back to the, um, the hood or the bad neighborhoods that I actually grew up in. Um, it's very hard and difficult for me to be there. It brings my vibration down and then it brings me back into the consciousness of who I was before so do you personally know someone who has a low vibe? Isn't it hard to spend time with that person? Or do you know that one person that has great or a high vibe to them? Isn't it great being around that person? Now the question is, which one are you? Are you someone that has a great vibe or a low vibe? And that really matters when we go through this podcast. Now, people with a low vibe would subconsciously show they are low vibe. And that's the thing. The subconscious mind shows you. The subconscious mind, digestive issues is a sign of a – that brings your vibration down, for an example. Your posture would be hunched over, head down, and their subconscious mind will block any positive thoughts, compliments, and positive people. So you ever been around somebody – or you may even do this with yourself subconsciously. When someone gives you a compliment, they go, oh, you're great at that one thing. You go, no, I'm not. In your mind, you're like, no, I'm not. Or when someone – you compliment goes, oh, I see you doing this. And you go, oh my God, I can never do that. That is a negative subconscious mind. What happens is since the subconscious mind is negative, it's denying every single thing that is opposite of it coming in to the mind. So anything that comes in consciously, if it doesn't match the energy of the subconscious, it gets denied. Okay, so a negative person, anytime something positive comes up or someone compliments them or something that faith comes in, right? Oh, I can do that. The subconscious mind reminds them, no, you can't. And this, this is totally opposite for people who have high vibe. Um, high vibe people that carry high vibration, um, they walk around with their chest nice and tall, right? Their chin up and they their subconscious mind blocks anything that is negative. Their subconscious mind is always looking for the positive. Oh, it's raining, but at least I'm still breathing. Oh, you know, I got a flat tire, but thank God I didn't hurt anybody. That is a positive subconscious mind. So the goal is, is to get your subconscious mind to be positive in that manner. And one of the things, the steps that I'm going to take you through in this podcast is going to bring you through on how to do that. So I want you to think about the best moments of your life, if it's not now and break down the habits you had. So if you think about the best times of your life and you go, wow, you know what? At this one particular time in my life, I remember where um, I had a great time. I was so happy. I want you to start thinking about: Did you exercise at that time? Did you read books? Did you eat healthy? Did your job go- did, did your job give you motivation in life? Did you enjoy what you did? What were you doing? What took this type this this kind of vibe away from you? Also, the environment you were in. Did you live in a positive environment? Did you live in a nice neighborhood? So, as I mentioned before. The goal is to get you into that back into that positive subconscious mind. The subconscious mind, if it's positive, your vibration is going to be high. High vibration and so su- and a positive subconscious work together and they create faith. Low vibration and a negative subconscious mind create fear. So if you're a lot of times it's really hard for people to be able to say, sometimes it's hard to admit to yourself that you have a low vibe or admit to yourself that you have problems until you actually see the outcome, right? uh there's a quote that says if you don't like where your life is today think about what you're doing subconsciously so what i would like for you to do is think about do you work out of fear is fear something that haunts you and if that's the case in that section of your life you're operating out of a low vibe low vibration so fear is a sign it's the outcome of a negative subconscious mind and a low vibration so my goal with this podcast is to give you the blueprint to raise your vibration and become the person you deserve to be. So for those that have trauma, as I do, I want to let you know something, my friend. You have a gift that you've probably been ignoring. You see, those who have trauma or really stressed out, you can have a negative subconscious mind because you can be working out of fear because you're going to be very sensitive. Your nervous system sensitive. So you have to – the gift is – You have to actually know how to manage your nervous system. As soon as you do, you can see more of the gift of your trauma. The reason why is because trauma can turn off the left brain and overactivate the right brain, which is way more visual and intuitive. So the things that step into the person you want to become, one of the first things that you need to do is use your imagination. You need to use your intuition. And you, my friend, if you have trauma, you have that. you're, You're a little more active in that area already. Pro- and then the more trauma that you had throughout your life, the more activation of that nor- neural pathway that you have. And this part of the brain is more creative. The downfall is it's less organized. The right brain helps people with the imagination. In other words, you can tap into energy more than others. But I told you the downfall is going to be organized thinking. And keep on to that because this is very important. The more you overwhelm your nervous system, the more you're gonna to start to become too sensitive to your environment, which then can make you feel like everything is a threat. You are too stressed. And anytime the body is too stressed, the body goes into that reptilian brain that I told you about before, that only thinks about safety, security. We don't want you there anymore. Cause if you're stuck in safety and security, then now it's hard to. Create right because if you look at the three levels to the brain, you have safety and security. And you have the limbic brain or the emotional brain, which is about relationships and love. But then you have the intellectual brain that creates ideas, that um creates you know it's your creative brain, your problem solving instead of reacting like you are in the reptilian brain. So, like I said, the things that I bring you through, I kept all this in mind for those that are too stressed, trauma. The steps that I'm going to bring you through are going to help you, um. Organize that part of your brain. Now, visualizing things and your imagination are, are the two main things I'm gonna need you to do before we get into these steps. You have to use your your imagination when you are starting to create a new life for your mind, body, and spirit into the new you. The reason why is because the brain actually doesn't know what's real and what is not real. If I say close your eyes and think that you're walking down a beach and you really, really tap into that, you can start hearing the waves of the ocean as soon as I do it, I hear seagulls. I grew up in Jersey, Jersey shore not in Jersey Shore, but the the beach that we went to was in Jersey Shore. We had a lot of seagulls on the beach. So those are the things that I start to, and I can smell the water. As soon as you start doing it, the body will kind of, you'll kind of feel like you're on the beach. So for each of these steps, I want you to understand that using your imagination and visualizing the things that you want in life are very, very important keys for each step. So step number one, When it comes down to raising your vibration, most people try to raise their vibration. They get stuck in the past. They will continue to think about the mistakes and create guilt and shame. The first step to raising your vibration is to forgive yourself. If you continue to beat yourself up, your body will respond in a negative state. You see, your body believes your mind is God. So that's why it's called the placebo effect. If if you start to believe one thing, your body will respond that way. You feeling guilt and shame are low vibrational emotions, which will communicate with the five layers of energy. So I know I said I was going to make a podcast on five layers of energy and I will, but just to sum, to give you a, a short summary of what that means, something I created called the five layers of energy. It's the mind that communicates with the nerves that communicates with the emotions that then communicates with organs and glands. And then lastly communicates with your muscles. And then the, If it's functional, if that whole line, for an example, if your heart, subconsciously, you're a lover and you're doing good in life and the nerves that communicate with your emotions of love, you have, let's just say you have a good balance with love, then your heart would do good and it's going to be healthy and then the muscle is going to do good. But if the heart, if you have heart disease, if you have anything wrong with that, then you'll create dysfunction in that five layers of energy right there. So feeling guilty and shame will interfere with the chakras of root chakra and the sacral chakra, which is chakra one and two. So remember, the root chakra is keeping you in safety and security. It's keeping you specifically into thinking that you can't trust people. um, You're going to have addictions. Um, It makes you think about survival. And then chakra two is your sacral chakra. This is where creativity and sexuality are flowing. And it's very important to understand how you do anything is how you do everything. If there's a dysfunction in chakra two, then there could be a huge dysfunction when it comes down to um, your way of creating. And how and and the number one way you create in this world is a child, right? So we want to be able to understand the more guilt and shame you have, the more not only would you interfere with your emotions, but you'll pull yourself back into fight or flight. Fight or flight communicates with the reptilian brain, right? Because as soon as the body's in fight or flight, the body goes Okay, I need survival. Survival consciousness does not care about you creating a new child. It does not care about you creating a new business. It cares on how can I get safe today. Okay. So, the first step you need to do is actually you have to forgive yourself. Instead of beating yourself up, start to change the perspective on it. Think about how much of a blessing it was that those things happened to you so you don't make those mistakes in the future. So, what did you learn? Okay. So, Last year, one of the biggest lessons that I've learned in my personal life is my time. I was given way too much of my time. And since I was given way too much of my time, I missed so many personal growth opportunities for me. I gained a bunch of weight. I lost a bunch of opportunity for me to create and me to make a better living for myself, which then made me last year and the beginning of this year stuck in, not stuck in fight or flight, but I couldn't create because I had to take on Work and I had to make projects happen in a rush, and I couldn't do it out of creativity. I had to do it more out of fight or flight. And one thing that I've learned about that is the amount of money I lost. And I said to myself, "You know what? If I want to become the best version of myself, I have to forgive myself because I will wake up like I'm so dumb. How did I do that? How did I? How did I lose all that money last year? How, what? What? What is wrong with me? I should have just stopped and organized. And me feeling that guilt and shame took my motivation away to want to create more things in my life it took the motivation away to want to actually better myself so i had to forgive myself and i said you know what it could have been 10 times more money and it, and that kind of money will come i believe it's going to come so i'm happy it happened now at a smaller loss than what it could have happened in the future so i want you to really learn how to forgive yourself and break it down like that break it down like okay you know what this is what i've learned this is what i'm not going to do in the next part of my life and this is, you know, the next step for me to become the best version of myself. As you, soon as you do that, then you get out of the guilt and shame. And the guilt and shame is very, remember, the more out of balance you are, that's the lower chakras. But not only that, the more you're stuck in that guilt and shame, the lower your vibration is going to be. Step two is actually forgiving others. After you learn how to forgive yourself, you make room in your heart to forgive others. As a mature soul in person, you will notice the amount of work it takes to forgive yourself for the mistakes you've made. Now, imagine how hard it is for those who are not mature enough to admit when they are wrong. So, for an example, I tell you my stories here all the time. I forgive my mother what she'd done to me when I was a child, right? Because I've learned that my mom only had a certain level of consciousness, and I'm showing her by example what it's like to be the person that I would like her to be for me or to me. So, when you start to forgive yourself, you're like, wow, this thing takes a lot of work. No wonder why my dad never, uh, you know, uh, manned up or admitted that he was wrong or, no, you know, no wonder why my mom um, still hasn't come around to really forgive me or um, not forgive you, but learn how to apologize to you or learn how to watch the way she speaks to you. It's because it's a lot of work and not everybody is willing to do that work. Some people you got to meet, you got to understand, they may have to come back and do this all over again, Right. Um, Some people are here learning for the first time. You have to have a different perspective on why people um, are the way they are, and you have to learn how to forgive them. So um, my mentor tells me all the time, he said, Nate, people are doing the best that they can based on what they know. So number two is forgiving others. Number three, step number three, now that we're creating clarity from our past, it's time to take that energy and focus on the future. A lot of people get too stuck in the past. And if you get stuck in the past, you're going to repeat that pattern. So it's time to get clear on what you want in life. When you start to think about what you want, just know it's normal for the subconscious mind to start blocking these new ideas. The more aware we are of this, the more we can overcome it. So if you, when I started to forgive people and I started to stop feeling guilty and shameful, I started to see my goal was to uh, get out of the hood when I was a kid. Right? How can I get that scholarship? And immediately I'm like, well, I'm not tall enough. Or, well, I'm not fast enough. The first thing that's going to happen is that your subconscious mind is going to tell you why and how you can't do it. And that's normal because I was coming from a negative subconscious environment, a negative subconscious people around me, a negative subconscious traumatic subconscious mind. So just say, hey, subconscious, I know that's you trying to give me negativity. But guess what, my friend? I got something for you. I'm going to take this step. Anyway, and do it because the more I do it, the more – so the more that you start to override that negative subconscious mind, it takes repetition to create a new subconscious mind. So you got to do it over and over and over again. So just be aware when that subconscious mind comes up with negative things to block your positive things, now you're aware of why that's the case. Now what you have to do is continue to take that step towards your future and have faith, and over time, you'll start seeing it gets easier and easier to think positive because the subconscious mind is no longer uh, negative. Step number four, I want you to take a, a simple step of action to start with. So if you said that you want to start going, you know, uh, a certification for coaching or you want to start a YouTube channel, whatever you want to do, I want you to take a simple step of action. Don't overwhelm yourself. So when, when people overwhelm themselves and they don't succeed because it's too much on their plate, Uh, then it supports the subconscious mind and say, hey, I told you you couldn't do it. And then they can fall back into negativity. So you can make a dream map. The most important thing is to take action. The mind and nervous system would adapt to whatever you do over and over again. I spoke about that in step three. So if you're going to make a YouTube channel or you're going to get your certification, just start with module one on your certification. When you start a YouTube channel, start with your phone. Don't think that you need lighting and all. Just start with taking action. That's the most important step. This is how we build the new you. If we overwhelm ourselves, we won't be consistent with taking action. This leads us to flirting with the old version of ourselves. If you continue to flirt with the old version of yourself, then what happens is you repeat that cycle, right? Step number five, your new best friend, a notebook, journal, or piece of paper. I want you to write down the things that you want in life. I want you to write down the ideas that come to you during the day. I want you to write down how you feel about certain things. I want you to write down, if you're watching this one tutorial video that I was teaching you for the next step on how to become the best version of yourself, I want you to write down when you stop watching that video. So when you look at that journal, you know to go back. When you look at that journal, you understand when you get to write down, uh, the things you write down will come true. In 2017, I wrote down everything I wanted to do today. Everything came true. When I say everything, every single thing came true. So I had to write down new goals. So I want you to start writing these things down but also, it's a, it's also expressing when you write. That's why journaling is good because you're expressing the emotion. But also, what you're doing is you're getting another uh, neurological habit of getting into that subconscious mind. So the more you write it down, and the more you write your ideas down, the more the subconscious mind starts to say, "Okay, this is us now." Okay, this you know this person continues to talk about the person that they're becoming, and as you write it down, you make it. That's the first action of taking the idea and manifesting it on a piece of paper is the first step of manifestation. Step number six, flip the coin. and vision and believe you are the person you vision of becoming. Like I said, the brain doesn't know the difference between what's real or not. You see, Bob Proctor spoke about the feelings that you get when it comes down to feeling things in life. He spoke about this one story in his book where he had a client that wanted a new Cadillac and he told him, before you buy the Cadillac, go there, feel it, test drive it, see what it feels like and smells like, feel, feel how it drives. And you're making, what you're doing is you're emotionally getting the subconscious mind involved. And remember, that's one of the five layers of energy, emotions. So one of the things I would like for you to do, and I did the same thing with my car and it came true. So even if you can't afford the car yet or you can't afford the thing you want, like the house that you want, Go to the open house and walk around it. Pretend that it's yours. You just don't have it in physical form yet, but pretend that it's yours. What you're doing to the emotional la- layer of energy is that you're actually getting the body to feel, like, feel what you subconsciously want, okay? And what happens is when you start, now the action that is needed to get the things that you want in life, you have more motivation to take the steps of action because guess what? Now you're in a position that your your motivation and your inspiration is there to stay consistent and the consistency creates repetition of the the repetitions to be consistent to flow correctly which didn't rewire your subconscious mind and you're bringing up your vibration with all these steps step number seven your mentor you have to find a mentor you can find mentors through books podcasts or even a local mentor find someone doing what you want to do and learn from them this will save you so much time Listen to their journey and the tips they have. Learn what m- mistakes they have made, okay? So if they made mistakes, you can learn from that. Wise people learn from smart people's mistakes. You will not only feel inspired, but you will also learn everyone goes through hard times and it takes time to become the new you. I told you before, sometimes the internet, like social media, can fool you to, be- uh, to believe success comes overnight. And this can discourage you from working towards your dreams and goals after failing or it took more time than you expected. So people think it comes overnight. And then since they didn't get it overnight or in a month or two months, they felt like they failed. And what does that do? It goes back to what? The old you. Step number eight is one of my favorite steps. Music. When it comes to raising your vibration, avoid listening to sad music. This will alter your energy to be more in the zone of sadness. Sadness. So if you want sad music, you're going to put yourself in a sad consciousness. And that's really hard to raise your vibration in. Instead, think about the zone you want to enter and select the music from there. So depending on the consciousness and zone I want to tap into, my music always changes. When it comes to business, I listen to rap. Jay-Z is my guy when it comes up to that. I listen to a lot of Jay-Z. Jay-Z and his music spoke about what he was going to do before he did it. And when he speaks, I pretend that's me. So when you listen to your favorite artist talk... You can pretend that's you, and that raise your vibration with the, with the beats. And I even like listen to live concerts of my artists performing because I pretend that the the crowd is wrong for me during one of my speeches, right? These things emotionally connect me into the consciousness of manifest, uh, manifesting the things I want. When it's time to save the world and connect, I listen to Nas and J. Cole. If I'm feeling low and not as confident, like for some reason my confidence is low, my self-esteem is low, I listen to Drake. Drake boosts me up all the time. That's my actually my favorite artist of all time. And when I'm in the process of growth and manifesting things I want in my life, I love listening to Russ and Big Sean. But when I'm creating or I'm writing, I love pop. I like something that gets boom, 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 something that gets to I, – I don't really care about the lyrics that much. Um, I like the instrumentals and the beat because it gets me going. So um, I love the weekend or believe it or not, I listen to Spanish music. I'm not Hispanic, but I grew up in Hispanic communities. And Pachata uh, is one of the things that I love listening to. And Romeo San- uh, Santos is one of my favorite. Aventuda's that group is something I grew up on and it's something I love to listen to when I'm really in creative mode. So these are the things that I vibe out with. So you got to find what music you vibe out with that brings your vibration up, that brings your and, – and, and like I said, I'm not listening to Jay-Z while I'm creating because I've become too business-like. So I have a relationship with each. Find a relationship with each music uh, category. Even if it's just one that does all of you, that's amazing. But music is very important when it comes up to raising vibration. You'll feel your energy go up. Step nine, movement and meditation. You need to learn how to slow your brain down to feel and manifest. Meditation is known to do this for people. Uh, So if you manifest, I mean, if you meditate and things like that, make sure you make time for that each day. And when you're meditating, visualize the person you're becoming, visualizing things that you want in life. For those that have uh, ADHD like I do or overactive nervous system like I do, sitting and being quiet is very hard. I have too many emotions. Okay? So... I have to move my body to slow my mind down. This is where I created the high vibe walk. High vibe walk is listening to the music that's positive for you, moving your body, going into an environment that changes your – um that alters your vibration. I I used to – I for those that listen to my podcast, I like – I live there now, but I used to go to the neighborhood that I live in or neighborhoods like my neighborhood – and walk into the neighborhoods I visualize myself living in and looking at the houses, looking at how people walk, talk, what kind of dog they had, what kind of car they had. And I visualize myself being their neighbor. And I actually became their neighbor. So while I'm doing that, I'm listening to the music that I want to listen to. And then I'm able to break down my thoughts because my mind is calming down from the movement. Remember, expression of energy, emotion, energy, emotion. Movement helps express emotion. If you don't express it, you depress it. Step number 10, food. Remember, food is energy and can easily alter your energy and thoughts. Start trading processed food with whole foods as much as you can. A quote that I tell my clients all the time is, Man who depends on man-made food depends on man. And man who depends on God-made food depends on God. So make sure you're taking care of your food. If you're noticing your thoughts get negative after doing all the things we said, what did you eat? That's very important. When did you go to sleep? Right. When did you get time alone? These are things that you always want to make. Make sure you get that me time. That's going to be a whole nother podcast, but make sure you get that me time. Step number 11, people. Separate yourself from low vibe people. This may be the hardest part for a few, but it has to be done. Some people don't want to elevate their consciousness in life. And that's when relationships start to change. So you start to grow apart from people who are not willing to grow in your life while you're growing. It's normal. So remember, you put I first, then we, then all. You can't love nobody else until you love yourself. I first, then we, which is family, and then all family, I mean friends and work. So, my whole life, my friend, I had to I outgrew my friends. To this day, I probably have 3 friends that I have that I I see once one once a month. But I spend a lot of time alone because I don't really meet that much people that are on the level of growth that I'm on. But I, I do collaborate with people on the high level that inspire me, that are on a higher level than me. So throughout my journey in the last year, I've become the best version of myself. In the last two, three years, I've been to houses that were $10 million, um, $10 million houses in Beverly Hills or uh, penthouses in Miami. And they insp- and I see people that reach the level of success and growth and spiritual development that I inspire to want to reach. So I started, I'm starting to be attracted to their life and they're starting to be attracted to my life. So there is a beautiful consequence of raising your vibration. You'll start to come around people and track people that are on that level or higher. And you're like, wow, this is what it's like. It's a beautiful, beautiful thing. Okay. Step number 12, environment. Sometimes you may have to invest time or money into an environment that lifts you up. It's very essential. So, um, I I when I used to work with clients one-on-one in New York City, I never went to Planet Fitness um, after I made a little bit of money. I started off in Planet Fitness like working out myself, but after I got a little bit of money, I invested into Equinox in between clients. I used to stop in Equinox, work out, take a shower. They had um Mac, I mean iMac computers. I was able to study for my certification. It was $250, but it the vibe there was so high. It was so clean. It was so necessary. It was essential. Um, I told you already, if you are living in a house where you can't create your own space, it's important, go to Starbucks, get a cup of coffee first thing in the morning, get your, get your desk at Starbucks, get the bathroom code, get your water and get that wifi. You have to create your own environment for growth. And there's all, and that's a big for people with trauma. And I have a podcast coming out with the essential things you need to overcome trauma. And that's one of them. And then the last step is. The TVs, books, and education you come across, always keep your mind clean. The world is full of fear and negativity. If you want to have high vibes and attract what you want in life, you have to keep your mind clean the same way you keep your body odor clean, the same way you keep your home clean. It's an everyday chore. You have to keep it positive. It can easily pick up fear from TV shows, the news, and social media so watching documentaries and educational shows are educating and inspiring yourself in a fun way so when i'm chilling if it's not if it's not educational it's funny no negative stuff in my house we watch the profit is a good business show i love watching it i watch shark tank good business show love watching it so what i'm saying to you and then in the morning i like watching educational uh videos on youtube i don't entertain myself on what a celebrity is doing and who cheated on who. I don't got time for that. And you don't have time for that either when you become the best version of yourself. And I lied to you. That wasn't the last step. This is the last step. Step number 14, have faith, which is opposite of fear. A farmer does not go out expecting themselves to plant their seeds and sleep by their crops and keep touching the dirt and soil, hoping for it to grow. The farmer knows if it plants its seeds in the right place, that its crops will grow because it did its job. And this, when you manifest to become the person you want to become and you want to raise your vibration, you have to have faith. You plant your seeds that, and you have to you have to have the faith that the universe will do the rest for you. If you think that you're responsible to put your hands in the dirt after planting it and you think you can do God's work or the universe's work, this is where we make mistakes. You have to, if you did your job and you did what you're supposed to do, the universe meets you 50%. When you manifest and raise your vibration, you're only meeting that 50% requirement. The universe meets you the other 50%. You have to have patience and persistence. So, when you're operating at a high level, you will have the energy and positive mind you need to overcome anything you want in life. You will have the tools to stick with your goal and dream, and you will have the secret weapon to protect you from any negativity that comes your way. I hope this podcast helps you raise your vibration peace. Thank you for tuning in today. I hope the show gave you valuable information. If you did, take a screenshot, post it on social media, like your Instagram story or someone on your social and tag me. I will definitely get back to you. I really appreciate the love. Or you can easily just leave a rating or a review if you have the time. You don't understand how much those little things right there help me push this show to get more people like you to listen. If you want more Be Great With Nate, you can head over to BeGreatWithNate.com and I'll meet you there. Until next time, peace.